Uh, I even wrote. Down, How is like, he going to deal with touch? I can't wait for the touch part. There's no way he's going to do touch. Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. With me today are my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens and Matt Campisi. My name's Jerry Black. Let's get into it. All right, uh, Tim, you have the quote for the day. The biggest mistake that parents make is they forget what it was like to be a kid. Ooh. Boom. Mr. Rogers, 1985. I love it. On the Oprah Winfrey show. Really? Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's like cool. she asked him. Oh, wow. Asked him. Yeah. And you know his response and his body language was just so authentic. Um, and then I remember that he was a cold killing marine sniper back in the day i don't know that's just a rumor I, that is a rumor i i, I looked I, I i really did dig down into that one and um, yeah. i'm not sure that that one was 100 percent true wow. all right well great quote um yeah uh, this great. week we are talking about the soft skills in it and today uh tim's going to talk about love languages but before we do that let's get into some open source comedy bits nice all right matt take off uh, for those that are listening, especially those that are joining via video, you know that uh, my background and my professional space here has been lacking. So I've been working hard. So I'm making it better. And I realized that I'm not very handy. So I, I don't come from a family that uh, was uh, that do-it-yourselfers. They outsourced everything. I'm trying not to be that guy. And I figured I can make furniture. How hard would that be? But I realized I'm so not handy that Home Depot has asked me not to come back. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, in thinking that I can make a simple bookshelf, which you could maybe see behind and for our listeners, I made a simple bookshelf, uh, like super simple that uh, I thought I would join the Woodworkers Association, but they uh, voted to restrict my membership due to gross negligence of not following the measure twice, cut once motto that they live by. That's all right. Yeah, I need to work on it. But all right, uh, I, I like it. I was trying to do the so joke. So wait, I'm so bad. I blah blah blah. I'm so bad. Home Depot. Self deprecating. Yeah. Self deprecating. And you got um, it. Yeah, and my camera looks like it's slightly angled. I don't think that's the camera. I think it's literally my woodworking right now. It's it's at a a, a list. <laughs> <laughs> or your head's on crooked or something. I'm not exactly sure yeah. what's going on there. Tell me which way I need to lean for the rest of the show to offset the uh, off-kilter. Um, I was talking yesterday that we had gone to this restaurant and the waiter was taking our order or taking our uh, bringing us the bill and it felt like I had been uh, pulled over by a cop. And so, <laughs> um, uh, the, you know, the next question he had for me, which I thought this is so he. He's looking at his little pad. He goes, uh, so, uh, Mr. Black, uh, how are you planning on paying for this today? And I'm like, um, 
kittens. I would like to pay with kittens. The cat just had kittens. Do you take kittens? He's like, oh, funny guy, huh? I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to pay cash. Oh, cash, Mr. Black. What are we going to do with cash? We don't take cash at this restaurant. We found it causes some problems. And I'm like, okay, card then? He says, yeah, I'm going to need to see some ID. <laughs> so, anyways, it's just continuing down the path of uh, my my observation of how awkward it is these days. To uh, how are you finding so hey. funny? How are you finding so many? I mean, it's true. It is really awkward. But you found like that's like the seventh example you found that are tying it to paying a bill versus getting pulled over by a cop. So, I mean, that's crazy. There's that much call it content there. Thanks, Matt. I've been trying to get into more faster straight to jokes this week and hopefully at the end of the week i can take the best ones and turn them into the bit so thank you for that feedback all right well uh with that said great work everybody let's get into the rest of the show and tim the floor is yours i'm excited so for our listeners out there i spent some time with jerry and matt a few weeks ago and we were talking through, hey, what is it that we want to discuss, what we want to explore for the next month? Love languages was the the thing that came to mind. And the past couple of years, I've really been dialed into what love languages are, why they're important at the workplace, why they're important at home. And it really opened my eyes and draw my interest to go out and explore more and, and, and dig more into it, just realizing how important they are. Dr. Gary Chapman, 1992, he wrote a book called The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. And for those of you who don't know, love languages, there's five of them. They are principles, concepts that if followed for the right person, your relationship will improve. I'm going to give you those five love languages. The first one is the acts of service. And an example of that would be like doing a chore or running an errand for a loved one. And that act of service is when doing those things, that person that you have a relationship with, they respond to that positively. They like that. They like when you go do chores and errands. The next one is gifts. These are these can be thoughtful gifts. Monetary, something tangible, a thank you letter, whatever it may be. And then the third one is quality time, spending time with people. Sometimes people don't want anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want your time. And then words of affirmation. This is probably the most popular one. People want to hear you say nice things about them. They want to hear nice things about them because it's uplifting. It's encouraging. It, it, it improves their morale. Okay. So just giving a compliment. I try to do that with my wife. I think that's one of her love languages. Uh, I say I think because uh, I'm an idiot and I'm still trying to figure that out, right? And I'm okay <laughs> with that. And the last one is physical touch. Physical touch, which is self-explanatory, okay? Now, I'm what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to actually look at these through a lens as it relates to the workplace because that's really what we need oh, to be talking point. about. Yeah. So I'm going to move into that, but I wanted to give you a foundation there. So when we talk about acts of service in the workplace, right? First of all, 
not one size fits all. You have to understand that. And if you are dealing with an employee, with a team member, with a peer, or with your boss, acts of service can come in many different forms, right? And it, we'll focus on employees. Helping them out and jumping in there, rolling up your sleeves when situations are unfavorable, timelines mm. are tight, the pressure yeah. is on, something's broken, right? Those acts of service could be what your employee's love language is or could not. But again, not one size fits all. And a good example that I'll give is from time to time as a manager, I'll jump into a change bridge with one of my team members. Let's say they have a change over the weekend. Now, I know I have to be careful with that because it could be perceived as I don't trust you. I'm going to dial in to make sure things go right. But I, if I have a good rapport, a good relationship, I've dialed into their, their, their psyche. I know this guy or this girl. I'll just dial in and offer support. Maybe disable monitoring, maybe, you know, reach out to our operations center, let them know what's going on, help them out. Um, and it, it, that act of service, you'd be surprised how far that goes. And words of affirmation. Interesting statistic here I read is 46% of the workforce prefer words of affirmation. I could see that. 46%. Yeah. And it, it, what's important is when you're giving these words of affirmation, and I, guys, I try to do this because I know I would want this, is if you're going to give a compliment to a team member, for example, be very specific. Talk about the situation. Talk about what their behavior was and talk about what the impact was. In a similar vein, don't wait until, you know, time has you know, a, lot of, a lot to do with it as well. Don't wait months. Right. Be appropriate with the time. If they did something great, recognize it and don't wait to the next quarterly review. And then quality of time that comes in second, second runner up 26% of people in the workforce, they prefer quality time, undivided time. And I think that's important. If you have scheduled one-on-ones with your team members, Keep them. make sure you're, you're not distracted. Mm. If you can avoid it, don't be in the car driving to, you know, to, to the data center or to the office, don't have a bunch of kids in the background or another call. People are notorious for that. They'll jump in multiple calls, give them your undivided attention. And what's really cool is I, I read this, didn't really think about this, but it resonated when I read it is, you know, letting your team members also have time together, create those situations, whether mm. it's, Hey, we're going to go schedule and reserve a conference room at the office and I'm going to order some pizzas and we're going to talk about SD-WAN, right? Block that time out. You'd be amazed what that does to morale. And then gifts. I've seen this before. And I, I, again, I was reminded when I read it the other days, you know, create if you can, or encourage your leadership to create a peer-to-peer -peer appreciation program, right? Allow your peers to recognize their peers or allow your employees to recognize their peers. It's not just with leadership. Leadership shouldn't be the only ones recognizing and, and acknowledging the good performance of others. But it's really cool if I'm able to take something like some type of point system or even a gift card and go to my peer and say, hey, great job, man. You did well. I'm seeing great things come out of your team and you guys executed well, or you dealt with a, an unpleasant situation last week, right? That's so uplifting. 
Uh, and then some other examples, you know, give them some comp time. Uh, Amazon gift cards, I've done that before. Grubhub credits, I've done that before. Of course, spot bonuses, if your business and organization allows for it. That's a good one too. And this last one, one of my favorites, uh, just because it can be controversial in the workspace, it can create some interesting <laughs> situations, is that physical touch, that physical chat. And it, it's very tricky, uh, especially now with COVID, right? Or with COVID behind us. Uh, but some examples, high fives, handshakes, fist bumps. But again, you know, you, you've got to be tuned into that. You've got to be dialed into that because there is there are some people, and this is just what it is, they don't want to be touched, right? I have a tendency, I'll, when I'm working with something, somebody, I'll put my hand gently on their shoulder and not because of anything, just because it's a way to get their attention. It's a way to, to send them a message. Hey, you've got my attention. What do you need? What can I do for you? What's going on? How can I help? And so forth, right? Um, but for some, they don't want that. And you got to be tuned into that. And if you see some, you know, some body language that suggests that they don't, then you need to respect that. Okay. You need to be careful there. And I, a funny story on physical touch. When I was very, very young, I have three brothers and my youngest brother, who I absolutely adore, uh, he is, he's so, uh, gullible and he has always been gullible. And he he honestly believes that anything I do for him or have done for him is out of the kindness of my heart. And he's right to a degree. But I can also be very mean, and that's kind of my love language back to him. Okay, So my <laughs> brothers and I, we're about eight years old, nine years old. We would lure our youngest brother over to the top of the stairs at our house. Oh, please don't. Yes. And he's very young. And again, when we invite him over there, he... You know, he thought, hey, this is going to be great. We're going to play. We're going to jump. We're going to dance. We're going to play fight. And we lure him over to the top of the stairs. And then in unison, my brother and I would grab one side of his body. He'd grab the other. And we'd pretend like we were going to throw him down the stairs. And I know what you're thinking. That's evil, Tim. That's disgusting. Why would you do such a thing? The reality is that was our love language. And we get such a good laugh out of it as, as our little brother was traumatized and crying and snot running down his face. <laughs> I wonder if that's oh, like memories. a, I wonder if that's like a, a older brother, younger brother. So I was three brothers as well. And, and I'm the middle of my, and I have a younger brother and we would electrocute him when we could. Oh, and nice. that was our. I mean, I'm going to say that was our love language, although I don't think it's appropriate to call it. That. I don't know if we're allowed to hide behind torture and call it love language, guys. You guys basically just justified torturing siblings and going, well, it's my love language. Yeah, so I'm no, that. Is, there's uh, that pain receptor. It's tied and it's it's so closely tied to, yes, to that's affection exactly. and, and, and emotion and so forth. But I want to wrap this up, guys, yeah, sir, and then sir. I want to give it back to my misfits here is how this relates to comedy. Because as misfits, we try to tie everything that we share with you guys and tie it into comedy because that's what we're about here. Is in life, to have the most fulfillment out of life, get the most connections with people, you have to understand the, the structure of love languages, right? You need to know how people tick. When you're standing on the stage at a comedy club or an open mic at a bar, 
you need to be dialed into the demographic that's there. What, whether it's old, whether it's young, whether it's a cultural demographic, and your comedy, your sets should really be geared towards that, right? And that alone, that skill of being able to adapt. And I'm not saying you're faking it. I'm saying you're looking at your demographic, you're looking at your audience, and you're realizing what it is that they need because it should be about them, not about you. What it is they need and then adjust accordingly. Your behaviors, your jokes, your sets, and so forth. So, Well, great. Uh, thank you so much, Tim. Uh, if you want more information, please uh, do look up that author. It is good. I love how you relate it back to work uh, and back to us personally and back to comedy. So great job, Tim. I, I want to think possible. Yeah, absolutely. I was, well. I was, I was wondering. Uh, I even wrote. Down, How is he like, going to do a touch? I, I can't just, wait for the touch part. <laughs> There's no way he's going to do touch. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens and Matt Campisi. I'm Jerry Black. Have a great day. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast; it's a weekly process to find the funny. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source. So please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.